Aloha and welcome to Moonscopes Love Your Life Astrology. I'm your host, KG Styles. Today, I'm delighted to be speaking with Dr. Jude Curvin, Jude a cosmologist, author, and futurist. Jude grew up as a daughter of a coal miner in the north of England, and she has since journeyed to nearly 70 countries around the world. For the past 20 years, she has lived in the sacred landscape of Avebury. She has experienced multi-dimensional realities since early childhood and worked with wisdom keepers of many traditions around the world. Jude holds a PhD in archaeology from the University of Reading in the UK and a master's degree in physics from Oxford University specializing in cosmology and quantum physics. She is the author of five nonfiction and new paradigm books currently available in 15 languages and 25 countries including Cosmos, a co-creator's guide to the whole world, co-authored with systems theorist Dr. Irvin Laszlo. Her first fictionalized ebook, Legacy, is available now at Amazon.com. In 2014, Jude became a member of the Evolutionary Leaders Circle that includes Deepak Chopra, Barbara Mar Marks Hubbard, Don Beck, Gene Houston, and Irvin Laszlo. Please join me in welcoming my guest, Dr. Jude Curvin. Welcome to the show, Jude. Thank you so much for joining us. It's great to be with you, KG, as always. It looks warmer where you are than where I am, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can get cold. And uh, <laughs> it's not about it. So yeah. you need to tea, hot tea. I've, I've got it. I always have hot tea to hand. <laughs> so we are faced with huge choices. Yeah. Uh, and there's so much change happening mm -hmm. now and the course of human history is mm -hmm. really up for you know the planet the earth is just mm -hmm. going through huge transformational shift we are at a tremendous crossroads uh, the main mm -hmm. theme i know you want to talk about on the show today is to explore this crop uh, this crossroads we're at mm -hmm. as we uh, cross the threshold into 2016 with you know the 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 choice points of being fear or love war or peace mm -hmm. so where do we start you uh, what are you seeing for us in the heavens what are they mirroring to us that's going on within each of us and collectively that's bringing us to this critical choice point okay well what i have a sense of kg is that this is a critical choice point but it's not the critical choice point in the sense that from 2012, from June of 2012 through to March of this year, we've had seven exact squares between Uranus, the great awakener, the great revolutionary, and Pluto, the great transformer. And we're at a place now where that's been a sort of a three-year process that's offered us, we've offered ourselves in consciousness, opportunities to move from fear to love, from war to peace. Now, at the begin at the on Christmas Day, I mean, how symbolically perfect is it that on Christmas Day Uranus goes from being retrograde into being stationary before going direct, and that square alignment, those series of squares, really then start to to fall away energetically. So it seems to me that this is 
a crucial, I never say last chapter or first chapter, it's like a tidal wave of change, which is wave on wave on wave. And I feel that we're in that birthing of, of new consciousness as we speak and have been for some years and will be for some years to come. But it seems that this is a time of great crisis, which of course the Chinese glyph for which is both risk and opportunity. And I feel that certainly Uranus and Pluto are playing enormously significant roles in is this breakdown or is this breakthrough? We have a situation via war and peace in the Middle East. How do we respond to the, the, the circumstances and the events there that are, that are not just there, but are feeling out from there and affecting us globally? And how do we feel and make our choices in terms of our relationship with each other as a global family and with Gaia, with our beloved Earth. And those are, are resonant with the climate talks that are happening now in Paris. And again, isn't it symbolic that it was Paris that was attacked two weeks ago that has driven this ratcheting up of choices of, of war or peace? And it's also Paris where the climate change conference is now taking place. So I think it's very it's very clear to me at any rate that we're in a major choice point as individuals, but also collectively. And as you quite rightly say, there is this crossroads. So what are our choices? How do we go forward? Do we fall back into fear? Do we continue to run around those fear-based behaviors that have limited us and, and caused so much grief and trauma and despair? Or do we find ways within ourselves and with each other to actually transcend those fears. And certainly astrologically, I think we've been being given enormous help to transcend those fears and turn what is potentially a breakdown into a, a wonderful breakthrough. But it's our choices. So what does that look like astrologically? What are you re referencing? Well, what I'm referencing is that after seven exact squares between Uranus and Pluto over the last three years those are now falling away now but we're in this this last moment of that energetic where uranus goes direct on christmas day this year it's been retrograde for the last six months or so from the end of july and in its retrograde motion it's almost it's almost gestating revolution it's saying within ourselves wake up wake up and that waking up potentially is on an inner level when it goes direct, when he goes direct on Christmas Day, for me, it's about what has this last six months of waking up potentially within us? How does then that manifest in the world? What choices do we then manifest outwardly that have perhaps been pulling up within ourselves internally for the last six months? And he's allied with Pluto because Pluto, if we're able to sort of look fear you know understand our fears recognize our fears but not be held prisoner to them then pluto's there to help us take our hands and go with us into a breakthrough moment so that's what i feel is happening so this integration um do you see that uh co coinciding uh, when uranus gets out of its shadow you know it's going to mm. be back crossing over this retrograde yeah. he's he's standing direct he's he's going to be direct in aries um on he's he's going to be standstill stationary um in aries on christmas day uh when he'll be out of his uh shadow phase well i'm i'm really months sorry i didn't hear you 
Yeah. Do you know when he'll be out of this shadow phase th that he's crossed over the last six months? Well, I feel that on Christmas Day is the key point because he's, he's stationary on Christmas Day before then going direct. And it just feels to me that that's, the, you know, this is the build-up. We've been in a build-up, and I'm sure many of the folks who are listening to us have felt this intensity within their own lives um, over this period. And, of course, we've seen that intensity playing out in the in the in the, the sort of the outer events outer global events and i think what they're doing is they're mirroring back to each and every one of it as what are our choices you know i follow um i follow events in the us very closely i follow global events very closely and i've done a lot of work in the middle east and what i see in the us is the same sort of response in many folks that happened after 9/11 and then it was a sort of a knee jerk fear based reaction um, and I'm seeing it played out, especially in the Republican presidential uh, candidates, but I'm seeing it in other ways. But I'm also seeing other voices and other voices that are more measured, that are more understanding, that aren't soft, but actually do come from much more, a much deeper, much more profound understanding, A, of what's happening because there's a lot of ignorance that drives the fear, um, but also a deep sense of love. And that love is not sentimental. It's a love that recognizes the oneness of, of all that we are. And that when we hurt someone else, we ultimately do hurt ourselves. And although, you know, folks who are doing evil things need to be stopped, there are different ways of stopping them other than bombing them and causing massive um, pain and trauma to innocent folks, or fo folks who've got caught up with the situation, um, which just breeds more. It just breeds more anger, breeds more hatred, breeds more despair. And so it's that perspective that I'm talking about and those choices that we, we need to make. Yes, meeting, you know, with the same kind of uh, chaotic, you know, retaliatory, you know, mm. that yeah. kind of similar energy yeah. uh, other than transcending. And I think we are in this, I think we will be in a process of integrating a lot that has been uncovered over the last six months. I agree. Uh, I wanted to ask also, how do you see uh, the Saturn square Neptune playing into this? Because that is very much about fear and faith, those two planets. Yes, absolutely. It brings up the fear the wanting to be in control and then the, the, the Neptune deepens our faith and uh, that element of love. Also, I think something I have understood just through being more intimate with myself, deepening in my own love for myself, for my son, for people who are really my family members, people I'm really uh, connected with mm. and love that is through that, deepening of your love that you can transcend the lower forces we all have those lower forces that sure. uh you know control us to come into domination we're feeling when we're feeling afraid absolutely and to react so you want to talk more about that yeah because you know when we come into incarnation we take on an ego persona and the job of our ego mind is to 
as best it can keep us safe as it sees it. But of course, the ego mind's other role is to perceive separation or perceive difference, because it's the differences, the, the, the perceived dualities in which we learn so much. But when those dualities are so convincing that we forget the deeper oneness of which we're all part of, then we can, you know, we can act in ways to try and keep ourselves safe, or so we think, you know, from those lower chakras, which is about control and power and, and, and lashing out and, and conflict and competition. And so it, it, it is about transcending those. For me, Saturn is a big brother, and I mean that in the most, the best way, because Saturn, when we make friends with Saturn, I feel that what he does do, it isn't so much about control, it's a significant grounding. But for me, Saturn helps us, if we're willing to be helped in that way, to find authenticity, to find truth, and to keep our feet to the fire until we do realize truth and live our truths and live that at a profound level and so you know whenever there's a square alignment as well i always feel squares ratchet up with squares it, it's very much an invitation an opportunity to move to another level of awareness so actually i always see every astrological alignment in a sense never malevolent um at at least neutral but for me i perceive the astrological alignments very much as part of our collective consciousness of our entire solar system helping us to understand to expand our consciousness to realize literally at a much more profound and ultimately integral level yeah there are teachers they're partners they're partners, yeah. they're partners, they're guides, they're fellow travelers, they exactly. Yes, so, well, is there anything else you'd like to say about this time period that we're in? I would really encourage people, invite people to be kind to themselves and really practice kindness. The other thing is you guys have just gone through Thanksgiving rather than have Thanksgiving as a one-day event, and God forbid Black Friday, let's make it Green Friday, but Thanksgiving every day, be thankful in all of our lives for what we have, and really choose thankfulness and choose love and choose kindness with ourselves and with each other, because ultimately that is the way that I feel the, the, the intense astrology is giving us support to really at this point of choice and at this point of crossroads to move from fear into love and to come together yeah well that's how you create a new pattern yeah you know and really evolve to a new level of, and way of being with yourself yeah. and other people but it's exactly an evolved way of relating and uh, you know it, it starts with the individuals making those choices. So much. Has to. So do you have anything else you'd like to share before we close? Just to wish everyone, all, to wish everyone my blessings, my love, my best wishes, my understanding that I do understand that it's not an easy time for anyone. 
yes. um, but that to know that we are all together. We are literally all in it together. And when we come together and give thanks for each other and love each other and look after the, each other, whether that person's, you know, whether those persons are our family, our friends, our neighbors, or refugees, to realize that we're all part of a human family and to know that, you know, people act from fear, often from despair. So let's transform fear into love and let's transform despair into hope. Yes. And that's a deep alchemical process. It really goes deep and it can feel very intense to go through those transformative fires. Yeah. I never said it was easy. Yeah. So. Well, but I am saying, I am saying, I've never said it's easy, KG, as you know, I've never said that. But I do honestly feel that this is a, this really is a crucial moment, a vital moment in our human journey. Yes. And it's one that I just hope and pray and trust that we will take together. Yes. How can people find out more about you and your work? Um, they can go to my website. It's a very simple website at the moment because this year has been a writing year and my work's been changing. But if they go to www.judecurravan.com, they can find out more about my work and my books. And they can also uh, email me if they have any questions or, or queries or if I can help in any way. Well, thank you, Jude. Well, that's it for today's show. Thanks again for joining us. Have a beautiful day, everyone. A warm mahalo. Much love to you. Wishing you happiness and success always. Thanks again, June. Jude, it's been a pleasure having you with us. Mahalo, Keiji, and mahalo, everyone. Okay, until next time, relax. Until next time. Enjoy your life and stay connected.